Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Elm Park Rolls podcast. My name is uh, Paul Mann and I run the Elm Park Rolls site. Well, there are no positives this week, so it's going to be quite a negative podcast, I can warn you of that. If there were positives, I'd find them. But where are the positives, really? So let's get on straight on with the action since the last one. Uh, We had the whole game last Saturday. That was... That was sleeping-inducing. I mean, if you were at that game and you found that exciting, entertaining, enthralling, in any way enjoyable, I would love to know how you found that enjoyable until we scored. Until that moment, that was just complete frustration. I didn't really see anything that was entertaining in that game until that moment. Because we were just slow lethargic, not much movement. We did for the first 15 minutes. First 15 minutes we did, but even then we didn't have any shots at all. If you have count a a chance on goal from Liam Moore ahead of that, probably my nan could have saved. And It's just ridiculous. It it wasn't good at all. I mean, Hull are not what I would call one of the best teams currently. Neither are we. So you have to take that into account. But we were so poor. We scored a good goal. So that was good. So good to see both us and good girls. But if you really want to know my pre post match thoughts on that game, you have a look at the Periscope, which I did immediately after the game. So let's move on to the game last night. Well, that was another one that was frustrating, wasn't it? That was a bit of a theme, isn't it, really? And yet again, we didn't really turn up in the first half. Now, this has happened repeatedly now. This happened in the Bristol City game. This happened in the Brentford game. This has happened in the whole game. And it's happened again last night. And yet again, we have not scored a goal in the first half. That is now 12 matches that we've done this in the league, if you include the last few matches of last season. That That is a poor... How does that work? I mean, how can you have a team that doesn't go 12 games in the league and not score a goal in the first half? I'm sure you can look back and there was an era when um, Brian McDermott was here and we won the league. Was there 12 matches on the trot? I'm not sure. I'd have to sure someone would be able to point that out. But that's the one that I think would come nearer to that. But 12. 12 games and not scoring the first half. I mean, I understand how the football is supposedly meant to work. You have the possession. You tire a team out. You tire the opposition out. And the chances will come. But to not score uh, 12 consecutive games in the league in the first half, that must be quite unusual. That's not a start that, I mean, I don't, can't remember all the fixtures off my head, but that, that seems slightly unusual. So, yeah, moving on to last night, we took the lead from a corner, so that's good to see. We scored from a header. So, I don't think we scored from many corners, really, but... I can't say that's our main issue, to be honest, so I'm not going to dwell on that one for too long. But then we just kind of just collapsed. When they scored the first goal and got the equaliser, what what were you all thinking? Were you thinking, oh, I can see Reagan definitely getting another goal here. We're definitely going to win this. Or were you thinking, I've got a bad feeling about this. I can see the direction that this evening is going. And if you were there... I can I can fully expect you were probably thinking this isn't going to end up well, is it? Because this is how this season is going at the moment. It's going in a it's getting a negative momentum. You feel that the team are losing confidence. You 
they will come out and say that everyone's got their confidence, which David was did and scoring his goal, which is good to see his first one. But once you're coming out and saying that your team's full of confidence when you're in a bad run, you start to think, actually, I'm seeing in your play that you're not full of confidence. But we can come on to that a little bit later. So the second goal is just, oh, just, just so poor, beaten in the air. And that worries us. That worries me a bit. This is happening to us, and not just this season, it happened to us last season. Aerially, I don't think we look that great at all, defensively. I just, I think that is a real weak point, and I think other teams have noticed that, and they noticed it last season, and I think we got away with it in games last season. Not all of them. We definitely deserve to finish where we did. I, I don't believe that that was lucky. But there's there's major problems in that team and the second goal kind of represented it the ball comes out he heads it and there's no one on the edge of the box they tried to block it there's no criticism there's definitely no criticism on Manoni for both the goals he could really do nothing about them but we got beat on even for the first goal we got beaten on a header Dave Edwards, I think it was gets beaten by a header and it doesn't look like the greatest leap in the world to get there but I don't know. I don't know. It, it just things go wrong. Sometimes that ball would have hit the bar, gone out, or free kick would have been given. I don't think it was a foul, but sometimes you get them when it clearly isn't. But yeah, it's a real problem. So last night I did a poll to find out what you were all thinking about how the season was going, and uh, I asked the question: How concerned are you by the way the season is going, and how worried are you? And the prospects for this season. And 27% of you have said it will be fine. That's good. That's good positive feeling there. 49% are saying beginning to get worried. And 24% are saying very worried. And that's a, that's a little bit worrying. Who would have thought that we would be saying that nine games ago at the start of the season? Nobody would have thought that. It's now only... 73% of you are either beginning to get worried or very worried. I mean, what are the factors that have created that? Is that because of expectation? And was that a real expectation? I don't know. I mean, do we look at last season and say that was a lucky one-off and Stan got lucky in his first season, everything was a perfect storm and it all come together? I don't think so. Maybe we definitely were lucky in some games. But you do need that luck to go up. And to finish where you do, you don't finish there just because you outclass teams. It's very rarely, I think only the 106 team, I've seen that with it. We've actually just been way better than everyone else. So I'm not sure expectation. I think expectation, what do we all realistically think? I think we all thought we'd be going for the playoffs. And that is not dead yet. I mean, it's not looking great at the moment. I will definitely say that. But we, we're still, I mean, there's so many points that are still up for... Um, up for the taking it's just so worrying that you when you look at the team at the moment that you look is this a Rogers mark two and you think well I'm not sure if it can be because we've actually had the previous season when he did very well and you can say actually key players from last season still aren't playing we still haven't seen much of a beat to this season we haven't seen anything of Jan Bakuna has looked good in a few games that I've seen him. Um, we've had Barrow. There's another player who's played well when I've seen him play. 
We've got some key players out there. And if you look at the system that we're playing at the moment with no strikers, well, that is not option A, I would assume, with Stan. But from seeing him last season, clearly Jan was the person he would play in most games. Not every single game, but he would. that would be his go-to formation if you look at the playoff semi-finals as you you see the team that we'd play you see in the final who did we play so in all the big games normally apart from Fulham when we played them at home last season we normally played Jan up front so we haven't got that striker but this is a, a worry because we've also spent money on a striker and he doesn't want to play him so I'm not sure whether just above us and confidence that He's played in the game on Saturday. He's come on. He's made an impact. And not just his goal. He was a focal point for the whole team. He held the ball up as well. He just this quite incredible skill of being able to head the ball to himself. Which is uh, quite a skill. He took his goal really well. Yet yeah, he's not messy. He's not going to be the next um, uh, £20 million player or whatever we're going to sell. Not that we've ever sold one. But you get my point. But... I feel that he would give something to the team and if you're buying a striker and you're not playing him so early in the season, it's a bit worrying about other factors that maybe we could go on to next week, maybe, possibly. But I don't know, it is a bit of a worry and you hear Stam after the game saying he's supporting the team and they think they've got confidence and last night he's coming out saying that the penalty in the last minute, that should have been one. Yeah, I think it possibly was a penalty. But what about how he played in the game? Yeah, What about that? I, I don't think that that actually was good enough from what I heard. I wasn't at the game. But I've seen the last few performances. You, you know how we're playing. It didn't sound we suddenly started playing in uh, Brazilian football. And it was unlucky that we lost. And maybe we didn't deserve to lose. But we shouldn't be hanging on these positions. I mean, of relying on a referee giving a penalty that I personally I don't think is blatant, but I think it probably was one. But that's a bit of a worry, and he's obviously saying we've got confidence and we need to stay calm. Well, that's good. I understand why he's giving a public view of that because you don't want to say, "Oh, this is I'm beginning to get really worried about this," and. This isn't how it was last season and I'm feeling the pressure and th that's the last thing you want to see really, isn't it? But I really do hope that we're seeing a different, hearing the players hearing different things in that change room because I think a few of them are playing way below where they should be. And I don't think it's because they don't care. I don't believe that for a second. I just think players lose form and once they start to lose form as a team, which we clearly have, Confidence just saps out. Now, you could say, is the confidence sapped out because of the tactics we're playing? Because we could be playing a striker? But then I can counter that argument, which I've just put forward a minute ago, and say, but the problem is that Bob Arson played against Bristol City, and he played against Brentford, and he really wasn't good. And against Brentford, he got substituted at half-time. And from the people who went there, they all wanted him to be substituted. So... We can't suddenly pretend he's this great saviour just because he scored one goal. So we need to think about different topics there. The striker that we've signed is a Luka come in. He hasn't really... He's who's going to come in. I remember seeing him last season. He looked like a really exciting player. Unproductive unprod problem. But going back to the tactics, 
we've got so many wingers. It's just incredible. We could almost open a whole team of just wingers now. It's, it's quite amazing. But they all seem to be quite similar. And we don't have that player or that player in midfield that can you know, control the team when things are going wrong. I was hoping that maybe Edwards or even Vanderberg, who signed a new contract today, which I think is a little bit odd, but there we go. That's football, isn't it? There's strange things that are happening. I hope one of those two players will be able to give us a bit more experience and control the situation, but they don't seem to be able to do that at the moment, and they're both playing on a quite a regular basis now. And in the Huddersfield game, the Huddersfield game, what am I talking about? In the game against Hull, really, Edwards, yeah, he played okay, but we were playing so poorly that day, so poorly, and I didn't really get anything from him that made me think, well, he's going to be the player that's going to make the difference as the season goes on. I hope that he comes on and has a magnificent season. We can all be proven wrong with players and have nothing more. It me nothing more than to see a player completely disprove me and have a fantastic season because when Yang came in, I was also a little bit doubtful. So I hope these players like Vanderberg, Edwards, Gunter, they have fantastic seasons and they uh, prove us all wrong and we need these players to stand up like Machine more. And a look, he's a player who's coming for a lot of money, and that is a factor. We need these players to actually stand up and do things in a game that are going to change it. Because I'm not seeing that at the moment. I'm not seeing those tackles that I was seeing last season, those last-ditch tackles for the team. I'm not seeing those so much this season. Now, whether that's a mental hangover of last season, the playoff final, there's a long season to go. I don't know, maybe that is a, a part that we don't consider, is a, a mental fatigue. But I just, if you can't look at that team currently and say, there are no worries, everything's definitely going to be fine and we're going to finish in the top six. Because once you get in that momentum of losing games, it's just, it just, just perpetuates itself and it just gets worse and worse and... The situation can easily get out of control. So we need to find something to stop this. Even if we were to win against Norwich, which I'm not convinced that we will do on Saturday, the international break is coming at the right time, I think, for us. I think we just need to stop and think about where this is going. It also means we have the chance to get Jan back. and He's a massive part of our game. Now, whatever you want to say about waiting on a 35-year-old to get back and his injuries and fitness. We shouldn't be relying on him. But I have to agree, this is not an ideal situation at all. But that is where we are. So we have to deal with that. Just moaning about that is actually not going to achieve anything, is it really? Because that's it's not going to change now until January. The transfer window is shut, so we have to deal with what we've got. We haven't even got Mendes. I mean, Mendes. <sighs> that's, yeah, well, I'm not sure on that one. But you can see all the frustration of the fans and I asked after the match, well, how would you sum up the season so far in three words? And unsurprisingly, it was uh, mostly a negative response, which is uh, not really a shock, is it? So here's some of the ones that I actually uh, got back. So here we go. Then we've got Brendan Rodgers, Mark II. Oh dear, don't say that. That is scary, John Hyde. We had boring, really boring from Rob. We had uh, Ian uh, one eight seven one. Stubbornness doesn't work. He's a very stubborn man, Stam. 
Just bloody shoot. I have to agree with that, Mr. Neil Reese. Uh, Mark T, watching paint dry. Glenn, Dallas Dishwater. I have to say Saturday, I can't disagree. Um, boring, predictable, clueless. Yeah. Not good enough. That is more than fair enough, Knife. Stuart lacking a striker. Yeah, just been what I've probably been saying for the last 10 minutes. Need a striker. Low roll. Yeah, again. Aching calves. Maybe going on about what I was saying just a moment ago. Mental fatigue. Playoff hangover continues. Andy Lainsbury. ZZZ. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Harry. Ablefair, I think. Inconsistent, poor, boring. Yeah. Jamie Hinton, wrong tactics used. Christopher Frost, undynamic, frustrating, strikeless. I'm assuming that's what you meant the last word to be anyway. I think uh, there was one slightly two which I thought were slightly more, one more bit more positive. Uh, Rob Malloy, a slow start. It has definitely been slow, Rob. It has been almost in reverse, hasn't it, really? Um, and uh, one I quite like, a clever one, regression to mean. Maybe there is some uh, truth in that from Nick Reed. Maybe there is. Actually, we're actually more like where we should be. I don't think we should really be this low in the table, but maybe... Maybe we should be more mid-table, which is a bit of a worry when we spent the money, which we supposedly did in the summer. And we've really gone backwards, basically. And the two players that we've actually lost were our Habsi, who I think Menoni seems quite a similar level. Williams, yeah, perhaps. He is a loss more than we thought he might be, but... Did he play fantastic in every game? I'm not sure he did. So, yeah, so that one definitely made me think that one, uh, Nick. So cheers for that one. So, yeah, moving on to the game on Saturday and uh, what a joyous event that could be. I think we're all looking forward to that. Uh, Norwich City. So, <sighs> I'm not sure. I, I can't predict anything but a defeat for this one. And I hate predicting defeats consecutive. So... But yeah, I'm going to have to uh, predict a defeat for this one. And what would my team be? I think, actually, you could probably get the uh, famous Brendan Rodgers Tombola for this one. And you could probably just pick names out of a hat, hat except for maybe three or four names. You'd play more Elori, uh, Gunter, probably. Uh, who else would definitely play? I'm struggling. I'm definitely struggling there. That is the problem. We got probably four or five starters that would certain definitely being the team. Last season, you'd probably have nine definite starters and you'd rotate slightly, wouldn't you? But now, oh no, I don't. I don't even predict that team really. There's only one. I think there's probably only two or three players you definitely pick, and that is a really that that's an indication of the state that we're in at the moment, isn't it? Really, more than anything else. So, thanks to everyone that's uh, got in touch and voted on the polls and gave me your three-word opinion of the season so far. It's all appreciated, and this podcast has been a little bit of a kind of a rant, really, not really that um, coordinated. But I hope you've enjoyed it anyway. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Cheers. Bye.